Bam, bam, bam. Welcome, everybody. This is Iron Trap episode number two. Episode number two, fil- uh, filmed and recorded right after episode number yeah. one. Quick succession. We flew a special guest in from Antarctica, and he uh, is here. Yeah. Hello, guys. My name is Mike. He, he, he lives not far away. Yes. But we're trying to sound fancy and important. Yes. So, anyways, <clears throat> this is uh, episode two. Uh, we're starting this podcast slash video thing we're doing. Um, oh, since we failed to mention it in the last episode, this is a podcast and it will be on YouTube as well for you to yes. watch. We totally forgot in the last one until the last two minutes to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're thinking that um, it'll be good for everybody because uh, the, the, the concept, we'll, we'll go into the concept a little bit in the beginning here. So the idea is what is your iron trap? We're yep. going to use that term. And... Um, if you don't know what Iron Trap is, go to the first episode. Yeah, I'm we covered that again. No, but you have to describe that every episode oh from here on out for the, the first trap five you can't minutes. get out of. Yes. Trap you can't get out of. So the idea is that we could shoot a video with the person in their collection or at their shop or wherever the location is, and I think it will be an uh, an interesting way that you can also we can we can add some of the. Uh, imagery you know whether it's their collection or they talk about they reference an old photo or something we can drop it in so it'd be cool if you want to just listen to it while you're doing your thing on a podcast really neat but i think it'll also be a totally different experience to watch it on youtube and listen to it as well because it'll be kind of more like some of our like videos we do where it's like a memorial video or a picking video Uh, the one at dan morehouse in um that was probably our first like style video yeah. that was should have been a podcast but we shot it as just a video yeah. essentially and we're probably going to shoot uh, dan doesn't know this yet but we're probably gonna hey dan if you're listening we're coming your way we're gonna come to dan's and do a podcast that'll yeah. be like this so anyways that's the idea the way we're trying it because mainly because i'm super long-winded um but <laughs> which is true we're uh we're gonna try and have five questions that we are gonna basically a- ask in each episode but we may cater them to the person if they're um, depending on who they are, what they do, it may be a little more uh, not as relevant to some some people. So we, but we're going to try and keep it to five questions. Hopefully, that'll keep the it a little more condensed and not go too left field because otherwise, I would be It'd be five hours and we're still here talking. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so first question: your name and what is your what name? What is your iron trap and the how long? Have you been collecting whatever the heck it is you collect? Hi, my name is Mike, and I'm an addict. Um, I would say my iron trap is uh, collecting. Uh, I've gone through multiple different phases in my life. Um, probably in the last, probably since I graduated high school, it's probably been 12-ish years, um, just collecting. I went through a phase where I collected retro video games. Uh, I had a phase where I was like buying and selling uh, four-wheelers. And dirt bikes and I collected like rare speed equipment for that and now it is it's been for a while but while I was doing all those others is beer stuff um, Matt and one of our friends uh, Seamus actually started me off on uh, beer stuff about seven eight years ago and kind of just haven't stopped he's a beer a beer snob but not the actual beer yeah I don't really drink most of the stuff that I collect uh, everyone that doesn't know my last name is ham so I collect a lot of Ham's beer memorabilia from pre-prohibition to the mid-60s, and I have lots of it. Cool. So you, um, with the, the beer stuff, um, was there something that 
made you decide to go all in with the beer stuff? Like, was there a moment or a, an item or, you know, because you were, it sounds like you were, and I know this, you were collecting a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. But what, what was about the beer stuff? That um, so, like, I didn't really know there was, so, like, 10, 15 years ago, Ham's beer didn't become, like, popular again in on the East Coast. So, I didn't even know there was a Ham's beer, like, oh. as a child. I didn't know that existed. My dad didn't drink it. Um, Your dad dropped the ball. Yeah, like that exactly. Been- yeah, probably. So, um, our one of our mutual friends, uh, Sean Houlihan, and his girlfriend at the time were at Jake's, and they saw a Ham's beer tray, and I think there was some beer glasses. I don't remember, but they gifted me a beer tray randomly. They're like, "Hey, we were at Jake's. This was like five dollars, and we thought it was cool. This is for you." And then, um, jokes on you. That was worth a thousand dollars. It was. No. It's not worth a thousand dollars. It was worth. Five dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. So um, I was like, "Oh, cool." There's like Ham's beer, and then I just started down the rabbit hole of like, "Oh my gosh, look at all this cool stuff!" And then one of the things that like really solidified it for me is my grandmother passed away when I was a kid, when I was like thirteen. She's real big into scrapbooking. There's actually um, photo. I have photos from a scrapbook she did where they were in like South Dakota at a car museum. And there was like a whole bunch of Ham's beer stuff. Mm. And she took photos of everything and had like a little section in her scrapbook that was like just Ham's beer stuff. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like I didn't know she knew this existed. I didn't know it existed. And it's just a cool little connection. And then it's just been off the rails ever since, just nonstop. I bought a whole beer, Ham's beer collection in Oregon and shipped it home. Wonder where he got that idea. Yeah, I learned a lot of this from Matt. Um, Matt and I have been friends for, I don't know, 11, 12 years. And everything I know I have learned from this maniac over here. Um, the obsession, the buying, the buying and selling to fund your hobby, all I basically learned from Matt over the years. Just And, and buying it right. Yeah, buying in bulk. And to, buying it right. Yeah, buying it at the right price to make money, but also keep the best stuff for yourself. Um, and, he, and even just... Like you're probably a little better than I am at selling some stuff yeah. after a little while. So at least with you, you've probably seen it more often than I do where it's like that some of the stuff that you kept that you really liked, then you bought it right and say five years later, you're like, you know what? Uh, I don't like it as much. I'm going to sell it. And you're like, oh, wow, I made I bought yeah. this for 200 I'm selling it for 700 Yeah, I also have limited space. So at some point, it has to, you have to make a decision. Well, you've had this problem in the past before yeah. too. You're like, I only have so many, so much room for so many items. I'm like, well, this kind of cool, but it's not as cool as what I'm going to take down. So I constantly, I have signs just sitting on the floor in my garage that I haven't hung up yet because I don't know where to put them. <laughs> I don't know what I want to take down to put it uh, to replace. So there's, it's an endless battle of like, yeah, that's kind of cool, but I'm. I can break up with him. Matt has a hard time breaking up with this. Yeah. Well, didn't you have? Um, I don't know. I think you sold them all. Didn't? Wasn't there like those PBR things on wood that you had? Like oh yeah, almost every one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I, Pabst Blue. I also collect Pabst Blue Ribbon stuff. That was the first beer I ever drank. So I don't know why it stuck. I just started collecting it. Um, they made like these wooden signs in the fifties, sixties, seventies, and they started remaking them now. I think there was twenty been a while i think there's 26 of them from the original run up to the 70s and i had all but one and the last one i needed was 800 it averages around seven eight hundred retail and all the other ones i bought at like a really good price scouring like craigslist and ebay and i had like all the keywords saved in ebay so they pop up and i got down to the last one and it was so expensive two of them popped up on ebay 
Um, someone else that I know was searching for that last one. He, him and I got a big more for the first one. Then the second one popped up like a month and a half later and I ran it up to what I wanted to pay. And he actually won both of them. He, <laughs> he owns, owns both of them still, I think, cause he cannot sell what he paid for one of them. Cause we were the only two idiots that, that ran it up. Um, he didn't get the golden rule. Yeah. So it got to the point where I was like, this takes up a lot of wall space. Um, they're kind of cool, but I've kind of gotten to that point where I have almost all of them, you know, 99% of them. So I decided one day I was just like, you know what, let's just sell them. I'll take them down and I can put cooler stuff in their place, which I haven't actually put anything on that wall since <laughs> it's been like three years and that wall is still empty. Wow. So, um, that kind of covered our question too. I was real smooth about, yeah, we just uh, sneak that in. Um, so for the third thing, what would you say the key items in your collection are? What are the things that, um, you know, are really special to you that you have? Well, that it's kind of, that's a tough question because it changes every time I get new stuff. But the, like the biggest thing is probably, um, when I got married to my wife, Matt got, was actually picking the day or two before super unprepared as usual, picking the day <laughs> or two before my wedding and found a, uh, hams had a brewery in Baltimore. I'm going to get nerdy and everyone's going to skip this part they had a brewery in baltimore in like 63 to 65 uh, the first couple loads of beer for whatever reason went bad and skunked and they couldn't sell beer in this area because everyone was like they suck their beer's terrible we're not buying it so they had these specialty signs that were for the east coast market only um certain design and matt just happened to find one randomly at a in a falling down building like a hundred across yeah it was across the street from my old house that i had before I lived here, like literally. I lived there for like seven years, and never went across the street to like the neighbor that had like the old junk laying around. Somehow I got in there, and their family owned like a bottling company. Yeah, it was or a bottling something. company. That's so they had a bunch of old like beer and and soda and different stuff, and that was in there. But it was, you know, surface rusted and crappy. So I literally like the night before at ten o'clock at night, I was spray painting the thing because I was like. I already knew it was obnoxious to give it to him as a wedding gift, but I was like, at least it was perfect. <laughs> if his if his wife to be or wife at that point, by the reception sees it, um, it'll be painted and it'll be cleaned up and it'll look okay. So I spray painted it like the night before. Took it there and I think it smelled like spray paint. Like, it was set up on our gift table, plugged in and lit up yep. for everyone to see. And I was like, we, and I didn't wrap it. Of you know, I, of course we didn't wrap it. We just set no, it on no. the table. It started. It started a tradition because our buddy Jason just got yes. married, and we did like the same thing. We put like some stuff that's a joke, you know, Moroso gold valve cover. His wedding was a lot fancier than mine. <laughs> and, and I so felt, it was a little more, and not as many people got the jokes. So. And it was like when my, when my wife and I had a reception, like the front door was like right where the gift table was. So Matt just like walked in and set it down. When I brought Jason's gift in, I had to walk upstairs through like a formal foyer with a grand piano out to the car to get it and then sneak it back down. And we were like the only people that there was like three of us that, that got the joke yeah yeah it was three of us in the whole room yes so but yeah um, that was pretty cool i i think that was it was my like, wife was not as amused as i was <laughs> yeah but it was like it was like meant to be you know it was kind yeah, of yeah. crazy because it was it was what's yeah. funny is they're supposed to be like brown and from being in that room they got rusty matt didn't know he just painted it gold and it's I, whatever spray paint I probably yeah had. i've had actually i think i've had two of those same signs since that are nicer but i refuse to sell that one because it's because uh, it's gold and Matt painted it and found it. And it's just, it'd be like your friend giving you a sign. You're like, well, I found a nicer one. I'm going to take this one down 
and put the nicer one up. So, yeah. so that's probably one of them. And I'm trying to think what else. Hmm. Did you keep anything from that? Big- I kept small stuff from oh. uh, um, Oregon. Like, I really wish I could have kept that five foot tall styrofoam bear. Um, but I have young kids that would have, it was NOS in the box. It would have got destroyed. <laughs> so I, that got passed along. I kept some small stuff that was kind of neat that filled in my collection. Um, the paps. Oh, I know what I've, I have a, um, I don't know how to describe what it is. It's a lithograph sign on paper. Um, it says, uh, is it welcome? Welcome war veterans. It was for like Memorial day that paps did but they never used it. It was like the marketing agency put it together and it was like a test sign and I own the only one. Wow. It's one it's the only one that is known to exist for as far as we know. Um basically Paps closed like their uh <clears throat> their marketing archives in Milwaukee 10 years ago I think. And so everything that was in the archives got sold. Wow. I don't know if it got auctioned or sold privately, but I bought it from someone who bought it from someone who bought it from Paps. So I'm like the third or fourth owner. Um, wow. It's currently not framed sitting in my basement. I need to, oh, it's like a weird size. I need to get custom framed. Um, I've been working on that. But that's probably, it's one of one, the only one known to exist. I haven't found anyone else that's owned one ever. Um, so that's probably the other thing. I'm trying to think of, I have so much stuff just sitting in piles. Um, but I own the rest. Like, Do you have any, don't you have some like weird, beer taps did i remember that handles um, i have some stuff i have a um actually have a boyertown tap handle from the boyertown brewery um i'd like to use it in a car someday it's not super nice so it's probably better in a hot rod yeah the killer or matt will come in one day and it'll be threaded onto a uh, a shifter in one of the if cars if we find like a historic road knights car yeah boyertown road knights hot rod club i'll just bring it in one day and, we'll have and put, put it on, on the that. shifter um yeah. trying to think um i got four or five other Baltimore specific ham signs. I kind of just, I have a weird mindset where I have to, Matt has the same problem. If you don't like narrow in on something, you just end up with everything. Uh, Matt, you did that with what? The um, 59 AB heads for the most part. Yeah. Flathead heads and, and, and even intakes. <clears throat> That's I kinda, true. I kind of narrowed into, it has to be rare and it has to be 59 AB style. Yeah. Just to keep it under. I have the same problem. If I don't do that, I end up with tens of thousands of things. I had that problem with video games and other things in life. And it just ends up with, I have all this stuff, but none of it's really that cool. So like Matt does, you have to narrow it down to specific. So like the hams, Baltimore region stuff I collect because I can find it locally. I can hunt for it. It pops up at random beer shows locally. It's a lot more fun to hunt for than buying stuff off the internet. Yeah. and, And I guess like you can find that in the wild, as we say, yeah, uh, going to a local farmer flea market or something because it is sort of local. Yep. It's more likely than if you're searching for something that was only in Milwaukee. Yep. It's not very likely. I've, so. I found, you know, three or four or five of them just like Facebook marketplace or, wow. or go to like beer shows in this area are usually, um, specific for what was in this area. So there was a bunch of breweries in Allentown and Reading and that it kind of stays to this area. It doesn't really go to Philly and, down to Baltimore, but occasionally because they were local to this area, it'll just walk in and it'll randomly be for sale. That's cool. No one has any idea what it is. Affordable price, you know, you snatch it and put it up on the wall. So what is the one thing 
uh, that got away in as far as your collecting or or whatever goes over the years? Um, it's actually it got away, and then I just bought one recently. Um, <laughs> um, so years ago, I was buying and selling, you know, keeping some beer stuff for myself, and then reselling to pay what I bought off to make it affordable without putting out a lot of money. I bought two chalkboards. Um, like that would have been at a bar that someone would have wrote on. They were NOS brand new, still in the wrapper, um, for sunshine, which was brewed in Reading. And I think I bought, I'm trying to remember, I think I bought three of them from some like young guy. I don't know how he ended up with them, but one of them is super rare. It's like real small, super hard to find. I sold that one for double of what I paid for everything. I was high five myself. I was like, yeah, man, that's awesome. I kept two of the common ones for myself. Then I got real heavy into buying those chalkboards. I have a ton of chalkboards for <laughs> local breweries. And I was kicking myself because I was like, wow, I, I had one. I, yeah. It was in my hands, NOS. But I sold it. And then I just bought one. I don't know. It's been about, that was about six years ago. And I think it was about the last year and a half, one popped up for auction at an auction site. And I was like. Did you pay more or less than you sold the other one? For? Uh, less. It was used. Like you could see writing in it. Um, but I needed to put it back on my wall. I, I righted my wrong, <laughs> kicking <laughs> myself my in the wrong. butt. So that's that's probably the only one I can really think of. I'm pretty um, – I like to go after things when I see there them. There was that one thing – I don't – I think you bought it to resell, but there was that one sign that I ended up finding at Wheels of Time, and you would saw it at, like, the truck show the guy had, a, like, oh. a beer sign, and you – didn't get his number or something. Oh, there's. Uh, it actually applies to another one. He had two items. That guy collects beer stuff, so he sells signs occasionally. I bought a new Weiler. It's like a weird diamond-shaped, big metal sign. If you saw us at Wheels of Time, it was in our booth the whole weekend, pretty much. <laughs> it's like big 3D bubble. It's real neat. Um, but he actually had a uh, whore lockers, which was brewed in Allentown, a porcelain convex sign. It was like domed. Oh wow! It was about retail, like thirty-five hundred bucks. It's pretty expensive. Um, and I think that was right. Yeah, he had that up for sale right when I quit my job to work for you. Oh, so yeah. I had like not a whole lot of money. I just quit my job. Didn't, I just had a child. Didn't know if this iron trap thing was yeah. going to work out. I was out. like, man, this, that's a lot of money to spend on a sign to put on my wall. And they, there's like 10 that exist. And I was like, man, I should really buy this, but I'm going to be a responsible adult and not buy it. Yeah, I'm such a loser. Anything you'll learn from our channel is don't be responsible. I should have bought it. It would look so cool on my For wall. Suckers. My wife's going to listen to this and be like, that was a very smart financial decision, Mike. Thank you. Whatever. Think how cool it would have been. Yeah. That story would have been way cooler. Yeah, well, I could have inserted a, a, a video clip of it on my wall right here. <laughs> so what is uh, your North Star item? What would be... What would be the item in your current collecting that would be outrageous? You wish you could find, you know, that you would, if it came up, you would step up and make it happen. <clears throat> that Horlocker sign we just talked about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> there's some uh, pre-prohibition stuff. So the stuff that was from before prohibition, like porcelain, super neat advertising, very, very expensive. Um, there was like corner signs. For whatever reason, they'd put them on like the, the face of the outside of a bar on the corner so you could see it from any direction they're like cylinder shaped mm. super rare porcelain uh, most of them got destroyed when the buildings got tore down um there's i've seen there's some hams ones that i've seen that were found in the milwaukee area 
Wow. The problem with that stuff is it, it didn't exist in our area back then. So it's hard for I'd never be able to find it in the wild unless we we're in a in an estate in you know St. Paul in Minnesota. I don't know. You, you never know. Like we found I found those beer signs in Milwaukee. <clears throat> That's true. They were like turned backwards in the barn. Yeah. Like, what are these tin things? Yeah. Oh, they're beer signs. So That's true. I mean, we just got to do more picking in the Minnesota area. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's chances to find that in the wild, but there's, that's why I started collecting the local stuff. Cause there's like Holy grail items. That'd be, we go picking so often be like up in the attic. You're like, Oh, what's this piece of metal? And you pull it out and it's a corner sign for like a local brewery. It's like, Oh my God, that would be so awesome to hang on the wall. So that's probably pre prohibition stuff as I'd like to get into, but that's another, it's like going from a model a to a 32, <laughs> like the, the, the tax bracket that these guys play in is very different. Yeah, very but it's, expensive. Easy, it's easier. You can have less signs hanging on yeah, the wall. True. You, you, that's very true. You but wow them with the, yeah. So that's on my list. I'd like to find some of that stuff, but got to be right time, right place. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. So quick and easy, 25 minutes. I'm not very long winded apparently. No, I don't have very exciting stories compared to Matt. I'm kind of, <laughs> kind of lame. Well, and, and in the short time you've been like collecting the beer stuff heavily, I feel like you've, you've gone through a bunch of phases. You're pretty good at like, like you're saying the, I get bored very easily. The wood board thing. Like, yeah. like those paps things. I remember you were super into them for a while. So it was like, you're pretty good at like rounding out a collection. You got like 90% of them in a year or two. Yeah. It was like a year and, and a half. Like, okay. That was fun. Let me move on to the next thing. I do that. I mean, even with <clears throat> when I collected retro video games, I was the same way. I had a huge collection, like seven, eight hundred games. I had a whole room that was just filled with stuff, vintage systems and all boxes and store displays and all kinds of stuff. And then my wife and I found out we were having our first kid and where the game room was was now becoming our nursery. So I basically said, thanks, Nate. Yeah. Way to ruin sure. my life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I could be playing video games by myself. Sorry for saying that. I'm just kidding. Um, so just basically kidding. I broke up with all of it. Like that month that we found out, it was basically just like, okay, it's all got to go. You know, just sold everything. I didn't keep a single item. But how psyched was she when you told her how much money you were? Like? Yeah, she was pretty excited. I mean, I was already paying our mortgage at that point with retro video games, buying and selling heavily. Um, it just was like. Like, oh, look, there's a stack of money now because it's it all on the gone. bed like you were some kind of yeah. like <clears throat> poker player that yeah. just won a big thing. Look at this, baby. Yeah. So <laughs> I go through phases where I'll just be like, you know what? I've had fun with this. Pass it along. You know, go to the next thing. Very cool. It's my ADD. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll be doing another one. Very soon, yeah. and we're going to be going. Uh, we figured we cover cover the two easiest ones, yeah, right yeah. away. So we'll be doing some um, local legends, as local we like to legends, and different people yeah. that are very interesting and inspirational to us uh, here soon. So, and the the fun thing about this podcast uh, in the future, at some point, Matt may not be mm-hmm. available, so I'll be interviewing them. So they'll or be Moon. Moon might, yeah, be we might send him. Moon along to just lick just, the microphone for Moon. <laughs> 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 we might send Steve too. Who knows? Yeah, there'll be, <laughs> be lots of silence. Yeah, just, just like, like so squeak. So there'll be different. We interview both a little differently, so it'd be nice to get different points yeah, of so, view. Yeah, like pretty girls. Yeah, probably I would handle. Yeah, Matt. The interview they're all them. for Matt, and I'll get all the old men. Old men. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. <laughs> well, cool. thank you everybody for listening. Yep, that's our podcast. See you later. Yep.